1: I have a very special guest today that I know you're really going to appreciate. His name is Gene Monterastelli and he has a great story, and he has a great tool that he has been teaching for quite a long while now. Also, he has a podcast and some books, and I'm going to put all of that great stuff in the show notes so you can go back and check those out. So, without further ado, let me get right into um, welcoming our guest. Gene Montarastelli is uh, the editor of tappingq and and he's the host of Tapping Q&A podcast. Gene works with small business owners and entrepreneurs to eliminate self-sabotage. His most recent book, Comprehensive Anger Management, is based off his work teaching inmates tapping. I think Gene is a fabulous guest for uh, my listeners, and I hope that you guys are all going to love him. Thank you, Gene, for being here. Aloha. My
0: pleasure. Good to talk to you.
1: So let's get right into your story, if you don't mind. Um, you started sharing with the, sharing your story with me a moment ago, and uh, I would really love to have the listeners hear how it is that you found tapping for yourself. Absolutely. I had
0: been part of the many jobs that I've had over the last two decades is I spend time traveling all over the United States and Canada, working with high school and middle school students. Um, and it's something that I've done with a buddy of mine that I grew up with. And in the process of doing that, I spend lots of times on airplanes and I spend lots of times wandering around airports. And a number of years ago, I had a couple of hour layover in the Pittsburgh airport And one of the things I like to do in airports is just walk circles around the airport. So I'm getting a little exercise and I'm moving a little bit. And I had an iPad that was an iPod that was loaded up with all sorts of telesummits and podcasts just because I constantly like learning. And I was listening to a podcast that introduced this idea of tapping, often referred to as EFT, emotional freedom technique. And before it was described in this particular interview, I knew nothing about it. After it had been described, I knew less. I just was (laughs) bewildered. Whoever had done the introduction didn't do a very good job. But for some reason, something inside of me said, this is interesting. I should track this down to see what this is about. So I got some basic tapping information and learned the basics and was just playing around with it. It wasn't anything too sophisticated. And as I was reading case studies and learning about it, I learned that it was something that some people had had a great deal of success dealing with stress and anxiety and worry. Now, at this point in my life, I was dealing with pretty severe social anxiety. And if you saw me in a professional setting, you never would have known it. Like I said, I was performing full time. Yeah. And I would be in a circumstance where I would be at an event And I would literally be in front of 5,000 high school students. And it was as easy as breathing. It was the most comfortable place in the world. I was in total control. Even if the audience wasn't focused, I could regather them. It was no problem at all. The event would end. I would get on the airplane. I'd fly back to Baltimore, Maryland, where I was living at the time. I would get my bags, and I would climb onto the shuttle bus. And the shuttle bus didn't have a bell, and they didn't stop at every stop. Basically, when you got near your car, you just announced, hey, we're near my car. And I could not do that. I would literally ride the shuttle bus until someone else said stop, and then I would get off of the shuttle bus, and I would walk whatever distance it was. Uh, I couldn't answer my own phone. I had difficulty asking for help in stores. And so there was this really interesting dichotomy in this professional setting, I had total control and total mastery over myself in the moment. And Mm. when I was interacting with individuals, it was really hard. And as time passed and in hindsight, as I look at what was going on, it wasn't the interaction that was scary. It was the initiation of the conversation. Because Mm. I was approaching something that was unpredictable, (laughs) it felt really unsafe. And stage was completely predictable because I had the skills to manage an audience. I know how audiences generally act. And even when they're misbehaving, I had the schools to turn them around and do what I need to do. But if I was walking up to one individual... I had no idea. They were this mystery of how they were going to respond. And subconsciously, I had these just amazing fantasies playing out in my head about how horribly things would go. People screaming at me, people scolding me, people just storming away just because I asked the wrong question. Mm -hmm. So I'm encountering all of this. I bump into this tapping thing, and I thought, well, let's give this a try. In retrospect, the the approach that I took without any sort of work with a a professional practitioner isn't the way that I would recommend people to do this. I fortunately got out of this unscathed, Um, but I just decided to throw myself into it. And at that point in my life, the thing that would have been the scariest type of interaction would be Mm -hmm. going on a blind date of some sort. So what I did was I started online dating and... If I connected with someone online, I would recommend two neighborhoods in Baltimore, which were both about a 20-minute walk away from me that had lots of great stuff. And I'd say, this neighborhood, pick a place, let's go wherever you'd like. And what I would literally do is I would work this tapping protocol every step of the way as I walked to the date. So Mm. with each successive step, I was getting closer and closer to this thing that I thought was so dangerous And I had the opportunity to be using this tool set to be transforming that disproportionate and misinformed fear. And Mm. six weeks later, it was basically in check.
1: Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP after your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them, please support our show and tell them we sent you Beau oh, I love it, Jean, six weeks of tapping yeah, but tapping a lot, so you were catching this every time
0: yeah, and so and so the with so for folks who are unfamiliar with any of the tapping protocols, the basic at least I lay this out as a math formula in my head it's tuning into the stimulus that causes us problem plus tapping equals relief. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that I'm just tapping and that creates relief. It is I am focusing on the problem. I am feeling the emotion. I am encountering the limiting belief. And as I do that and I provide the tapping, that's what provides the relief. So if I was working with a client and there was a memory from their childhood that was super scary. As we go back and we think of that, we can regather the fear and we tap on it while that's happening. And that's the way we find our way to relief. So by stepping into these circumstances, which I knew were going to trigger me emotionally, I didn't have to do any other work to find my way there. And when I work with clients, as we're discovering stuff, I use my experience and my expertise to be able to draw out the root causes and find our way to the root of what was going on. In my circumstance, it was really easy to find my way to that root. I just had to start walking towards drinks and immediately the anxiety would show up. So I was able to start getting my way to the relief because I could work the protocol in the moment that I was experiencing the anxiety. Yeah,
1: yeah, beautiful. And you've just gone forward from there. I mean, six weeks and you were done. With the the social anxiety, it's certainly... Social, yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, it's certainly still a tool that I use regularly. I am not done. I am am far from a (laughs) complete healed person um, that I am amazed at the ways that I'm able to continue to sabotage myself and have emotions that run amok. But it's a tool set that's really easy for me to reach towards now, either on my own or working with my practitioner.
1: Well, you bring up a really good point, Jean, that we are never done. We do. It is wonderful to have a bag of tools that we can use because life is always unfolding in front of us. So, uh, that's a great point for the listeners to remember that it's not that you're going backwards or things are getting horrible. It's life unfolding and we continue to use our tools as as Something new comes up.
0: For a number of years, I I carried a a big pink eraser in in my pants pocket
1: as a reminder
0: Mm. that, for me at least, when, when I'm doing this sort of transformational work, regardless of the tool set tapping or something else, in my mind what I'm doing is I am letting go of unuseful models of the world that I've picked up along the way. Either they were useful at one time in my life and they're no longer useful now, or they were never a useful model that I picked up in a traumatic moment. And the work that I'm doing is just continuing to erase away those pieces of information that are unuseful and incomplete because the resources that I have are already present inside of me. And so it's not swapping one thing out for another. It's letting Mm -hmm. go of the stuff that's misinformed
1: yeah yeah misinformed great word yeah very good i'm really enjoying that can can you tell us then so you're still using tapping and um because life is occasionally throwing you something that is not a good informed Mm -hmm. thought but can you tell can for the listeners who aren't quite sure uh, what tapping or EFT is? Can you give them a really brief overview of the of w- what it is and why it why it works? I know that's a lot for a few minutes, right? But.
0: So, I I don't think I can give you an adequate answer to why it works. Um, uh. It is something that is still being investigated. Um, that there, I just saw a notice that came through recently that there is a national database that shows evidence-based protocols that is managed by the National Health Institute. And thought field therapy, which is one of the mm-hmm. predecessors to EFT, is something that's been recognized in that way. So I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that I can explain to you what is happening inside of the body and why it works. Um, I can only share with you anecdotally that when I have used it myself and I've used it with my clients, it is something that has been successful. Um, the The best explanation that I can give is the patterns that we hold that help us to understand the world are held in our subconscious mind. And these patterns exist to make it really easy for us to navigate the day, because if I had to do an assessment of every single thing that I encountered all day long, it would take mm-hmm. so much energy that it would be exhausting. Yeah. You know, when I, I sit down at a restaurant and it's a restaurant that I go to regularly and one of my favorite waitstaff staff comes over and puts a glass in front of me that has clear liquid in it, I assume it's water. I don't have to think, is this water? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it vodka? Like, I have patterns that help me to navigate the day. And when we are in a circumstance where we experience something that is traumatic, and traumatic is something that is unexpected, is extreme, and is isolating, then what happens is we're able to write directly to the subconscious mind a new pattern or a new understanding of the world. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm five years old. I'm laying in my sleeping bag. My brother takes a rubber snake and he throws it into the sleeping bag. I'm now afraid of snakes Mm
1: -hmm. because I
0: have this experience that is unexpected. It's extreme. And I feel completely alone because I feel like I'm in danger, even though there are people right next to me at that moment. And so because of that, I'm able to get direct access to that subconscious mind and this information gets written. And so there are a number of protocols that allow us to get past the critical factor, which is seated at the front of the subconscious mind, which is preventing us from overwriting stuff there, which is a protection mechanism. Mm -hmm. And so when we're using tapping, what we're doing is we're bypassing the critical factor to go into the subconscious mind. And the way that we're doing that is through the physical body, the way that with hypnosis, we would be doing that through the mind. And so it's a tool set that's allowing us to go into those patterns and to transform them.
1: Beautiful! It's so amazing how well it works. It's, a, I, it's, it's actually kind of freaky. I <laughs> you know. We did. A, I worked with eating disordered women for the past ten years, and um, the center I was working with used tapping with the women. And I don't know why there are some women that it just. It was like magic Mm -hmm. for them. Other people, it really took them a little while to settle into it, but it worked. It absolutely worked. So um, I want to make sure that everyone knows that if they go to your information, can they find more on how... Do you have how-tos, like how they yeah. can start to learn how to do this, or programs in case people want to really dive deeply into this?
0: Absolutely. If if, if you go to the website, tappingqa.com, Um, If you just click on the link that says Learn Tapping, uh, there is a very simple step-by-step guide that has images that show you the tapping points, some really easy ways to start using it, some simple scripts that you can use so that if you are starting from ground zero with no experience at all, within 10 or 15 minutes, you'll be able to start experiencing what it's like so you can kind of see what's going on.
1: Great. And so you do have some sample phrases there. I know people get a little tripped up on that once in a while. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Go ahead. And they're, and the, the So when people, most people learn the basics of tapping, they learn it in a way in which they're saying phrases while they're tapping. Because, again, we want to be tuning into the issue at hand. Like mm-hmm. me walking to the date was tuning into the issue at hand because the fear was there. If I am thinking about something from my past, I need to be tuning into it. The words themselves are not magic. They're just right. a tool to help us to focus. And it's possible for us to focus on any issue saying words out loud where we're describing it. And I can be describing a horrific moment from my past and be completely emotionally disconnected from it. Mm. Because the it's a story that I've told so many times that I'm not emotionally engaging in it anymore. And so there are lots of tools that give you creative ways to help you to tune in. Some of them are just phrases that you can say that are really helpful. Others are questions that you are asked. And basically, as you answer those questions, you're just coming up with the tapping phrases. Because, you know, if I ask you to describe physically how fear feels in your body, I'm sure you would do a really good job with that. And as you're describing that, you're tuning into the issue at hand. So sometimes it's giving you phrases and sometimes it's giving you questions that if you answer those questions while tapping, you're going to be doing the exact same thing. And in many cases, you're going to be doing it better because it's not words that I've created for you to help you to tune in, but you are using your description and your vocabulary to describe the anxiety, the fear, the worry, how it shows up in your own language, which helps you stay connected to it.
1: Oh, you have just demystified the phrases mm-hmm. for me because I saw a lot of people have issues around that, uh, especially people with uh, anxiety or a lot of fear. They're just afraid they're doing it wrong. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm, I'm ho- good. Is all that information is on that website. Absolutely. Correct? Yeah.
0: All that stuff's there available for free
1: beautiful jean i so appreciate you taking time with us today because this is um believe it or not is as well known as i think eft and tapping slash tapping is many many people still don't know about it so we're trying to get the word out and uh every tool that we have is just moving us a, a little bit further and letting us feel a little bit more secure that we can heal ourselves so if Um, Do you have any last words for my listeners, Gene? You know,
0: with a tool set like tapping, if you're going to give it a try, um, oftentimes when you're doing research on a tool set like this, you will see miraculous stories where people are giving these one minute miracles where they sat down and they tapped on it and magically took care of what was going on. Um, I am open to those sorts of things happening. Uh, I have seen transformation of my clients happen in ways that just seem irrational and how quickly they happen, Mm -hmm. but not everybody is going to have an experience like that. Right. If I would have felt, if I would have heard stories of someone spending a few minutes and having relief of anxiety and I went, Oh man, it took me six weeks to really get a handle on (laughs) this. I would be really disappointed except for the fact that it was only six weeks. And as we're doing transformation, give yourself permission to be gentle with the process, knowing that it might not be something that's instantaneous. And when we're dealing with something like fear, worry, anxiety, that it's not an all or nothing proposition. If my anxiety recedes by 50 percent all Mm -hmm. of a sudden there are a number of places that feel safe that didn't feel safe before the world might not feel safe. Everywhere I go might not feel safe, but all of a sudden maybe going to the store and shopping by myself is something that was much safer than it was before. And my life is better. And so when you use this tool or any sort of tool, recognize the fact it's not that we use the tool set and it goes away, but as we do transformation, the place that is reasonably and rationally safe grows and grows and grows, and that's a dramatic improvement of the quality of our life, even if it isn't all gone yet.
1: Well said, Jean. Thank you. And for everyone who wants to use tapping for their transformation, you can go to tappingqnapodcast.com and uh, just tappingqna.com for the website for all those great materials that Jean mentioned earlier. Well, I want to thank you yet again, Jean, and um, I know you're a busy man, and I appreciate you taking time with me and my listeners today. We're going to post all that good stuff in the show notes, and I hope everyone will go there and take you up on that great information you have at your website and on your podcast. These are obviously podcast listeners. So thank you everyone for being here. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast.